Tech Trends is an original podcast series that dives into topics like quantum computing, 5G, tech for social good, and design thinking. Our conversations touch on how tech can transform the way businesses deliver for their customers, clients, and communities. For more information, visit jpmorganchase.com technology. This is MIT Technology Review. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the holiday shopping season, a time when stores move a lot of merchandise and people are eager to buy, often resulting in shortages. But this year, stores are facing a very different kind of problem. Too much to sell. Rising inflation and a post-pandemic rebound on entertainment and travel spending means fewer customers and overstock shelves. Retailers are struggling to make room for holiday merchandise. The glut has led to huge markdowns in sales, including rare discounts at Target, which saw steep declines in its stock price as a result. All right, we've got some numbers just out from Target. These are the numbers we were waiting for this morning. Um, On the bottom line, the numbers are not good. Target's profit fell a whopping 52% in the third quarter. The CEO of the major department store chain is blaming the massive dip on inflation, rising interest rates, and economic uncertainty. Shares of fellow retailers Macy's, Best Buy, and Dollar Tree also slid, as did the S&P 500 Retail Index. The retailer predicts sales will continue to decline through, and this is surprising, the holidays. A retailer not having this problem is Walmart. It leveraged AI to clear excess inventory ahead of the holidays with a dynamic pricing algorithm for markdowns in its stores. It's one of the most studied and talked about problem in retail. How can you clear the excess inventory more efficiently? Prakar Marotra is Walmart's head of machine learning. There's a delicate balance that you have to follow. You can't clear the inventory too soon because if if you mark down the item too deep, the item will sell very quickly and the shelves will look empty. But if you don't lower the price enough, the item won't sell that is terrible for the food business because now the item got spoiled. And so that's that's where the optimization piece becomes very important. I'm Jennifer Strong. In this episode, we look at how AI is helping retailers tackle these sorts of problems and rethink the in-store shopping experience. Hmm. Let's go. In Machines We Trust. I'm listening. A podcast about the automation of everything. You have reached your destination. What's amazing about physical stores is there's an immediacy to it, there's a tangibility to it. You know exactly what you're getting. It's cheaper, too, because you're not paying this delivery fee. But the downside of physical stores has always been the wait. It might take you just a few minutes to go grab one or two items, but then you spend five minutes to get out of the store. So if you can get rid of the line and you can really streamline the whole in-store shopping trip, we really think that it's, it's an even better experience than e-commerce. I'm Jordan Fisher, CEO of Standard. It's a company using AI and computer vision to create a shopping experience without any lines. So we're transforming physical stores so that you can go to the same store that you know and love, grab whatever you want to grab and leave and get your receipt automatically. 
It's zero-click checkout, so to speak, right? You don't have to do anything. You literally just leave the store. This is all accomplished through a series of cameras that monitor everyone and everything in a store. The shelves stay the same, the products stay the same, the way the stores run and operate it stays the same. But we install our cameras overhead and then figure out behind the scenes what people are doing, what items they're taking, so that ultimately we can deliver you a receipt automatically. And it requires an intricate dance of AI and computer vision. So I like to break it down into three big classes of problems. Sometimes I call it who, what, and who has what. Intuitively, you have to sort of be able to follow someone through a shopping trip. That's the sort of who. And we do this fully anonymously. So, you know, across the different cameras, we have to consistently say this is the same person. So internally, that's just a unique ID. So it's person six, person six, person six from every camera's perspective, right? And in an effort to preserve privacy, the system doesn't rely on a person's looks to track them. So you don't want to do facial recognition or biometrics. So for us, it's not this visual appearance. It's how you're moving, where you are in space, rather than the way that you look. This tracking happens across multiple cameras at once, and it functions similar to how people see. Our two eyes are calibrated with respect to each other, and your brain can figure out if I see it in my right eye here, then I expect to see it on my left eye here. And our cameras can do this as well, but across many more cameras. So, you know, camera one sees somebody in a certain spot, and then that tells camera two to have an expectation on where that should be in its perspective. And if it matches, then they can say, oh, we're probably looking at the same person. Then comes the job of accurately detecting when that person decides to take a product. So you pick up something, you replace it, put it back on the shelf. So there's this visual action recognition component. And then the final piece is product recognition. So great, we've seen you go through the store, we've seen the three times that you took something, and then we have to be able to recognize to a really fine precision, what were those items that you took? So being able to classify all the products on the shelves and make sure that we have a really up-to-date map of exactly where everything is in the store. The system also needs to be able to classify all the products on the shelves and map their exact location in the store. It's a process that makes something relatively hard to do look easy to the customer. You know, we all want the most convenient possible experience. And I think we're all just constant as consumers, just constantly ratcheting up what it is that we expect. Computer vision models, like the ones at Standard, translate visual data to interpret the images and videos. But it's the ability to apply those interpretations to decision-making and predictions that make these systems so powerful. Over time, the camera and computer vision platform that we're building, we see really as a platform. So it enables checkout, which is awesome. I think that's the killer app. But it enables all these other things, too, because you have this 3D map of the store. You know where all the products are. So you can start doing things like better inventory analysis, out-of-stock detection. So we're starting to build some products for the employees, too, so they can do their, their job more effectively, too. An example of this is seeing what's out of stock and where. Here's where the out-of-stocks are. Here's where it's at in the store. Here's how long it's been out of stock. And he says, long-term, he sees the technology transforming spaces. So anywhere where you have a physical space with a ceiling, you can install this smart camera system that in some ways digitizes that world and then allows for these amazing product experiences on top of the physical world. I think that's what's so cool about computer vision is that it's finally breaking us away from our screens and allowing us to apply technology to the real physical world that we live in. And so we went inside a store to see what it's like in practice. We're trying to reteach people how to shop. My name is Terrence Griffin. I go by Teak. That's what everybody at work calls me. And I am a quality control specialist 
at Standard AI. He's giving me a tour of a Circle K convenience store in Arizona. It's one of about 20 stores currently using Standard's technology. We have basically like floor mats in here that show shoppers the way to go to get to the application. And we got one over here by the drinks. You would tap the phone right here. And then this tablet just explains what you need to be doing for those who haven't done it before. So I have, I have the app up on my phone. I'm kind of taking it easy on the food right now. So I'm gonna grab me a protein shake. And then I'm gonna grab me some chips to snack on for later. So as I'm in here grabbing these items, I'm doing it pretty quickly because the cameras, they know what I'm grabbing, they're watching. So you can go at your speed when you're shopping. And then now I'm at the, I'm at the tap out register in the front of the counter. So here's the app. As you see, it says checkout. What you would do is you would just hit the checkout button and now it's ready to scan. And then I would just tap the phone up against this and then all set look it says it's processing now and what it'll do is within the next five minutes hopefully it'll be sending me a receipt itemized with the items that I've purchased and letting me know what I was charged um, there was a there was a tablet behind the counter that also just went off and I'm not sure if you heard it but when I checked out it made a cha-ching sound to let the people back there know that I wasn't just taking items. <laughs> and simple as that. You can find links to our reporting in the show notes, and you can support our journalism by going to techreview.com slash subscribe. We'll be back right after this. Tech Trends is an original podcast series that dives into topics like quantum computing, 5G, tech for social good, and design thinking. Our conversations touch on how tech can transform the way businesses deliver for their customers, clients, and communities. For more information, visit jpmorganchase.com technology. What we are trying to do is to make sure that we minimize friction for our customers in terms of how they want to shop. My name is Suresh Kumar. I lead technology for Walmart. You might know Walmart as a retailer, but we have a lot of investments in technology which basically powers everything from our customer experiences, the app that you see when you shop online, to all the technology inside the stores, everything from the checkout to all the magic that's going on in the back room. Walmart stores are packed with sensors, tracking everything from cooling elements to the use of lighting. We run one of the largest supply chains in the world. Everything from how we get product from the farm and the, and the manufacturers to our distribution centers, to our fulfillment centers, and then bring it into the stores or bring it directly into your home. That requires a lot of deep optimization. Much of that optimization is happening in real time and in the back room, where inventory tracking and management has long been a headache to navigate. You don't want associates to spend all of their time going back to the back room, figuring out where a piece of inventory or where a product is. So we launched something called Ask Sam. 
it uses natural language voice recognition he's talking about a search tool and voice assistant called ask sam it's used by people who work at walmart you can literally ask questions and these are very specific to the retail store and they are able to get answers immediately they can get stocking levels they can figure out where the product is all of this information so it makes their lives easier i saw walmart store employees interact with this app over the summer as well as an augmented reality stocking tool that helps them visually pick through boxes ai is going to be part of everything that we do the number of use cases is only going to continue to increase fundamentally what is happening over the last several years is that we are able to gather more and more data points the amount of information that we can gather not just about customer behavior and customer preferences but really also from our connected devices and that data can be analyzed in real time opening up a host of new consumer experiences too so you can take your your phone right and you can find your camera to a shelf and it will pick out all of the items that don't have gluten in them how do you do this well it requires number 1 computer vision so that it can recognize what is out there number 2 you should be able to now match that to all the properties of what the products are and then you should be able to do in real time highlighting of those products that fit your criteria this requires training which happens in the cloud but it also requires real time evaluation which happens at the edge right so this is how all of these pieces are going to start coming together We're in the middle of another major disruption in retail, one that's been accelerated by the pandemic and looks to take the convenience of e-commerce and apply it to physical environments. And rather than think of it as a challenge, this is an opportunity for us for retail, for technology in retail, truly develop disruptive experiences that ultimately benefit the customer. and therefore the challenge really is about how do we best leverage all of the emerging technologies that are out there whether it is ai whether it is natural language processing whether it is vision computer vision in ways in which they can truly benefit the customer that at the heart is both exciting and is the core challenge This episode was produced by Anthony Green and Emma Silicans. It was edited by me and Matt Honan, and our mix engineer is Garrett Lang, with original music by Garrett Lang and Jacob Gorski. Thanks for listening. I'm Jennifer Strong. This is MIT Technology Review.